Thank you for joining in with Salt and Light Ministry. Please stay tuned as we dive into the heart of God. And, and, and God called me. He said, okay, well, you're not only are you going to preach again. <laughs> he said, you're going to pastor a church. And some of you have heard the story, but I'll say it again. I said, Lord, I think you mixed me up with another James because I am not qualified to do this. He said, and that's what makes you qualified is that you've not qualified yourself. You know, so it's just so important that as we sit here today, just to think, you know, that God has placed a calling on every one of our lives. You know, and it's so important that one day, you know, when we stand before God, if we're Christian, yeah, I mean, that's going to be great because, you know, our sins are going to be eradicated, right? But when we stand before God, because we know that there's two judgments, and now we're going to stand before God on what he had called us to do. So within God calling me to, to pastor a church and to start, I, I don't have to understand it. I just have to do what he tells me to do. You know, you read all throughout the Old Testament and, and even the New Testament that oftentimes, as we even talked about in our series, something from nothing, that oftentimes Jesus did a lot of things that just didn't make no sense to us. But everything that, that God has is contrary to what the world has to offer. So, so we, got, we got to think about where, which eggs are we putting our basket in. But uh, I, I don't want to get up here and speak because, Brother Joseph, you know if I do, uh, man, I can just spirits all over this place already. But uh, I, I want to introduce Pastor, uh, ooh, Reverend Joseph. He, 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 I'm going to leave that one on him. But uh, just welcome up, Reverend Joseph, to come up here this morning to bring us God's heart. Uh, I'll just give you a little snippet, bro. I got a little high point right here, so don't let that throw you out the spirit. It's all right. Don't, don't worry. You ain't going to fall through. I, 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 the Lord showed me how to build this thing because I'm not a carpenter, but um, uh, Brother Joseph is, is no stranger to, to most of us, and then some of you, you might not seen him before, uh, but me and Reverend Joseph go back uh, four or five years old, so, so you know, I use, I'm the older, but he's the bigger. <laughs> So anyways, is is uh no no surprise. Let's just introduce him. Let's give him a hand clap of praise and thank him for being here. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to get the get the um, the right spirit. just praise you Lord you know a lot of times you know they tell you to come and stand before people and give a word but there's nothing like just being in the presence of God because all the doubts you got all the fears you got everything you got an answer for And you know, let's see if they got they hadn't got the title up there yet. You put the title up. I believe I forgot something. And I was sitting around and he gave me a long time to prepare for this. And I was saying, Well Lord, what do you want me to say? And God 
begin to remind me of my mother. And in that became a revelation. Because I asked my mother one time, I said, why do you pray so much? And mom spoke to me and she said, I'm stacking stones. It didn't make no sense for her to say that I was stacking stones. But I want to read from you Joshua chapter 4, 1 through 7. And it came to pass when all the people had completed crossed over the Jordan that the Lord spoke to Joshua saying take for yourself 12 men from the people one man from every tribe and command them saying take for yourself 12 stones from here out of the midst of the Jordan from the place where the priest's feet stood firm you shall carry them over with you and leave them in the lodging place where you lodge tonight then Joshua called the 12 men whom he had appointed from the children of Israel, one man from every tribe. And Joshua said to them, Cross over before the ark of the Lord your God in the midst of the Jordan, and each one of you take up a stone on your shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of the children of Israel, that this may be a sign among you. When your children ask in time to come, saying, What do these stones mean to you? Then you shall answer them that the waters of Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it crossed over the Jordan, the waters of Jordan were cut off, and these stones shall be for a memorial to the children of Israel forever. And God, we just look to you now. Lord, I'm just going to get out of the way, Lord, and let you have your way. I know you've got something that you want to say to these people today. Not I, but you, O oh Lord. Please reveal, Lord God, what you have intended for them. For the upbuilding of your kingdom, I pray. In Jesus' name. And when I begin to think what my mother had said about some stones. At that time, it didn't make any sense until I began to study and read in the Bible. And then it came to me about Elijah. Elijah took his stones. He picked 12 of them and he made an altar. And he prayed that God would reveal himself to the people. And that they would know that he was from God. And those 12 stones turned a nation. And I want to ask you today, what are you doing with your stones? The stones that you've got, what are you doing with the stones that you have? I want to bring you to another one in Matthew um, chapter 4. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. 
And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights afterwards, he was hungry. Now when he, the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth from the mouth of God. Jesus had a chance to turn his stones into bread. Sometimes the stones that we got, we want to take and satisfy ourselves with the stones. But I'm telling you today that all of us, we have stones. The stones that we have is that part in our life that we're using that has been adapted to us that we can use for any purpose of God. These are the stones. And in these stones, you can think about in 1 Samuel 17. Then he took his staff in his hand and chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook and put them in the shepherd's bag in a pouch which he had. And his sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistines. What I'm talking about today is David. David went to the brook and pulled out five stones. Now the stones that he used was to tear down a giant. Do you got a stone that would tear down the giant in your life? My mother was talking about she was stacking stones. And I thought so many times that the stones that she was stacking was for her good. But when I look back at what had happened in my life, I said, them stones were for me. The stones were for me. Are we leaving stones for our children? Are we stacking stones that when they go by, they say, I remember when my mama used to pray. I remember when my daddy used to pray. I remember when my mama used to worship. I remember when my daddy used to preach. I remember because then they stacked up some stones. But what kind of stones do you have in your life? There was another situation. Matthew 21. Twenty-one and forty-four. Matthew twenty-one and forty-two. And Jesus said to them, Have you never read the scripture? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing and is marvelous in our eyes. Jesus is that cornerstone. You might want to reject your stones. You might want to say that these stones that I got is no good. What I've done in my life is no good, but you never know who's watching. You never know who's observing your life. You never know who them stones are for, but you keep stacking your stones. You keep stacking your stones because you never know what those stones are for. Those stones are going to be left behind. It's, the Bible said there was a memorial for you. I can remember of another stone. It was a man named Moses. He walked down, and he had two big stones in his hands. Them two stones was, was our future. Them two stones was the law of God. And he looked down at the people and said, what's the use? They're not going to listen. What's the use of these stones? And he cast them down. He cast down the stones and forgot about them. But then that thing started dealing with him, and God called him back up to the mountain. And Moses went up there 40 days, and he had to hew out his own self and work out those stones. But then those stones he had was a memorial for all of us that we can believe, that we could have the law of God. Moses had stones. David had stones. We can think about the one stone. 
the one stone that was in front of a grave. Jesus had the one stone. That one stone, Jesus lay there. But then he moved that stone that we could have access to him. Do you remember that stone or we forgot something? I might have skipped a few of them, but do we remember the stone? I got one more. I got one more. Luke 19 and 37. Then as he was now drawing near the descendants of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees called to him from the crowd, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. But he answered and said to them, I tell you that if these should keep silent, the stones, the stones would immediately cry out. If you keep silent, the stones will cry out. I want to tell you today that the stones that you got, they speak for you. There was another. She was called in adultery. And they pulled her out in the middle of the floor and they said, Jesus, what are you going to do with her? He said, you who have not sinned, you cast the first stone. You can take your stones and judge people. You can take your stones and hurt people. You can take your stones and you can go and you can have fun with your stones and just forget about everything. You can break your stones. But what are you going to use your stones for? Are you going to use it to kill a giant? God said in that day, if you were murdered, those stones would say, he was murdered because of his sins. If you take those stones, but just I go back to the beginning where my mother was saying, she said she was stacking up stones. And now I understand what she was talking about. Because in the last days of her life, she didn't even know who I was. The last days of her life, she couldn't even comprehend who anybody was. And those words come back to me. She said, for when she won't able to pray, when she won't able to speak for God, those stones would speak for her. The stones would speak for her. I want to invite you today, if you're having trouble with your stones, you can't figure out what to do with your stones, I invite you today to come to the altar and ask God to show you what to do with your stones. You've been using them the wrong way. You haven't been using them to help anybody. You haven't been leaving a, a memorial for anybody. You haven't leaving anything for anybody to say this was a man of God or this was a woman of God. You haven't left anything. I invite you today to leave some stones. For when they see those stones, they'll know that you were with God. And I give you glory and honor and praise. In the name of Jesus.
Thank you, Lord. I invite you this morning. Turn one down just a little bit, baby, just a little bit. I invite you this morning. Take inventory. We're all smart people here. We know what inventory means. It's the things that's remaining on the shelf. You know what you've spent. So to do inventory is to go and to count what still remains. So we think about these stones here this morning. I'm not here this morning to add on or to take away from anything that Reverend Joseph has spoken to us this morning. But we want to leave room for the Holy Spirit to speak to you individually. You see, some people will wait and they will say, well, you know, well, I can't wait to get the church. I'll get the pastor. Or I'll get the elders to pray for me or to pray over me. You know, I'm reminded of my spirit right now. How, how many times, how often times did Jesus look at the individuals that wanted to be healed and he looked at them? And what was the very words that he said? He said, your faith, your faith has made you whole. Your, it's because of your faith that you can now see. It's because of your faith you no longer have the issue of blood. Because of your faith. Do the inventory this morning. What stones do you have left that says faith that you're using to build the wall? You know, when you think about even in the book of, of Nehemiah, you know, he, he rebuilt the wall. What did he rebuild it with? Stone on stone on stone. See, what God has to speak to you this morning is personal. It's personal. What He has for you is for you. The rhetorical question that we speak here this morning is will you leave? Will you leave the very same way? See, Jesus looked at the disciples. He looked at Peter, James, and John. He said, could you not watch with me for an hour? If the sacrifice hasn't cost you anything, was it a sacrifice? There's so many nuggets. There's so much revelation that's been already spoken here this morning. What are you putting in your arsenal? What are you going to take with you when you walk out these doors? What are you going to take? See, because you can text the pastor. You, you can text me. I might not answer back immediately. You might need me right now. 
But I'm going to tell you there's someone that's so much greater than I am, as John the Baptist said, that I'm not even able, I'm not even worthy to loosen the straps of his sandal. He said that I would never leave you, nor would I forsake you. He said that I would go with you to the, to the ends of the earth. It's your choice today, ladies and gentlemen. doesn't matter what you believe. Our opinion doesn't change the absoluteness of God's word. Do you want to leave differently? If you want to leave differently, just, just let, let it be known. Let, let God know today you want to be different. You want everything that he has for your life. But Jesus also made this declaration in the book of Luke. He said, consider the cost. It's going to cost you something. But as a sacrifice, a sacrifice if it didn't cost you nothing. Maybe most of us already do. Maybe if we just bow our head for just a moment if it's not bowed already. And I want you to be honest with yourself. Nobody's looking because that is the whole purpose of bowing your head. Even mine is bowed. I'm not looking. I have no idea. But maybe you would be honest with yourself. Maybe you just slip your hand up and say, Lord, I know that I'm supposed to be doing more. I know that you've called me to more. You don't have to leave them. You can put them back down if you raise them. It's by faith today if you'll leave differently. You see, like we spoke at the beginning, it wasn't. it's not the inspiration. The inspiration makes you want to change. It's the revelation that causes you to change. And that's exactly what the Holy Spirit does. Is he's the revealer of all truth. He's the one that brings the revelation. You've heard him speak to you this morning. I don't want to deny nobody. If they want prayer, we'll pray with you this morning. But it's going to be based off of your faith, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Jesus. Let me pray with you. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you today. We thank you, Lord, for your love, your mercy, your kindness, Lord, that you've bestowed upon us. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for forgiving us, Lord, what we don't deserve. And what we do deserve, Lord, you've restrained it from us. But, Lord, as we will part ways here, Lord, today, Lord, we, we are bound and determined, Lord, that we're going to pursue you. We're not going to be the same individual that we were when we walked in here today. Because, Lord, we're reminded, Lord, that you've called us to your image and to your likeness. You've never called us to comfortable. You've never called us to casuals. To be casual Christians. You've called us to so much more, Lord. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you've came today. And that you continue to abide here. As we had spoke at the very beginning, that this was this was your temple, Lord, that's been built and has been dedicated unto you, Father. Bless us, Father, Lord, as we will part ways here today. But that we will go and that we will be the salt and that we will be the light, Lord, that you've called us to.
bring us back safely, Lord, next week as you see fit. Lord, and I just, I, Lord, by right now, by faith, Lord, I, I stretch my hand to, to Reverend Earl. Lord, and you've placed a message upon his heart. Lord, and I know it's a word for our season. It's a word for each one of us in which that we are in right now, which that may be coming up around the corner. But, Lord, you have a word for us, Lord, and I pray that you would continue to impart into him, Lord, your revelation. Lord, I'm not asking you for communicated knowledge. Lord, I'm asking you for revealed knowledge. Lord, reveal to him the very things that you have for me, for me, Lord, and each one of us in here. Lord, we thank you. We love you. We praise you. We glorify you, Lord. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you for coming. If you didn't get a chance to do tithe, if you'd like to do tithe or give an offering, uh, somebody can help you here. Uh, if not, uh, we enjoyed having each and every one of you here today. Come back and be with us again next week. I know it's a little travel, uh, but you do whatever the Lord tells you to do. I know I'll see you next week, brother. <laughs> so, uh, so again, thank you. God bless you. I love each one of you. Go out and be salt and light this week. God bless you. Thank you, brother, for giving us God's heart today. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.